Welcome to the Vine Life Podcast. We're a church in Manchester who love Jesus, each other, and our city. Catch up on this week's message and more. Thanks, Ralph. Hello, lovelies. Uh, my name is Andy. Some of you know me, some of you don't. Uh, if you do or you don't, I'm still talking to you today, so that's, that's what it's going to be. Um, because of the day we're having in church, and because I believe in staggering creativity and awe-inspiring things, I'm going to talk to you about dedications today, because that's what's happening. Um, I think uh, it's the right thing to do, and it's a thing I love to do, because they are great. And I think dedications are great for a number of reasons. And so today, with the time I have, I'm going to share those reasons with you. It is as simple a setup for a talk as you may ever receive. And with that, I will begin my talk with the first point. You're welcome, everyone. You are. Well- it's not my first time in here. It might be my last. <laughs> there you go. Dedications are great because they remind us that the inspiration we so desire is right in front of us all the time. The people in this room are amazing. They're living reminders of God's love and goodness. Um, and we all know that we take familiar things for granted, don't we? And on days like today, we are reminded that those people closest to us actually can be unfamiliar to us, and they can be incredible, and they can be inspiring. Um, And these days are vital for a church. Um, They remind us that the the big stories, the exciting stories, aren't on podcasts, videos, platforms, stages, and places somewhere else. They're right here. God is at work amongst us in incredible ways, in the person that you see week after week after week after week. And we need reminding of that. And we, re- we need reminding of it often. And when we take the time to do this, it's not just a missed Sunday when we could have had a better talk. Thank you. <laughs> it's a time to remind ourselves that the life we love and the God that we love is right here. It's right here. It's happening. It's not somewhere else. It's right here. And dedications are great because they provoke us. Because if we've become numb to that, and if we become numb to the people around us, and the incredible things God is doing in them. What else are we sleepwalking our way through? And I leave a big dramatic pause to try and make me look wise. (laughs) And it fools nearly none of you. But the point still stands, you know? Um, The last few years have been fairly numbing. There's been pandemics and this, that, and the other. And realistically, we've all been, you know, coping with a lot. And so we've shut up, we've dialed a lot of senses down. And so this isn't a criticism uh, nor a condemnation, but it's a call to just to, you know, start to open the filters up again and start to experience more of life um, and realize that, you know, we get wet-eyed, don't we, when we see these beautiful families doing difficult things and talking to us about how great God is. And suddenly there's this mist in the front of your face. And you're like, what is going on here? There's like a cloud right in the front of your brain. Um, and I wonder how many of the things in life that actually, if we just took the time to, to look at it again and to take a second look at, we'd be like, well, that's amazing too. And God's right there as well. And so even though we're here looking at dedications, we can take this and put that anywhere else. And dedications are great because they do remind us that the public work of celebrating days like today must happen alongside the private work of holding those who struggle deeply with the experiences and memories that are brought up on days like today. When you see a family dedicate their children to God, it's emotive stuff. It brings up a lot. 
And I think we all know that a group of people of this size um, will have a very vast and diverse set of experiences. And life together means holding those difficult truths together. But holding them together doesn't mean holding them the same. And so we offer privacy and dignity for those with heavy hearts on days like today. We're not here to expose you, to name all the things that could be hard about a day like today. And we're here as a community of people to try and make this safe so that when you're on the mountaintops, we're with you. But when you're down there, we're also with you. But we're not with you uh, in amplified spaces. We're with you in very safe, very small, very contained places where your hurt can be seen and you won't be judged and you won't be told to heal and we'll be with you because that's exactly what God does with us. And so we mirror that in community. And it's important that we hold both together. God is as close to you in your pain as he is in your joy. And none of us understand it really. And you know, we can all quote some verses, sometimes correctly, sometimes less than correctly. But we try. <laughs> and we will continue to try. And we will continue to celebrate days like today. And we'll continue to be with everybody who cannot celebrate on days like today. And dedications are great because they really remind us that setting our intentions before God is a decent way to live. Embarking on any great undertaking with the acknowledgement that God is with us and that God is needed um, is, is pretty good, I reckon. And, you know, we can get really big and clever, and I could use words like exegesis and uh, try to ask Ralph what something means in Hebrew. Um, but basically, if you're trying to do something of any importance, like ask God in early rather than late, there you go. There you go. I mean, you know, put that on an Instagram quote. I don't know. I don't know how it works, guys, but this is what I've got so far. And dedications are also great because, and this is peak Kellum Life message here, that God is with us, but he's not going to do it for us. All right. Uh, these parents up here today, they brought their children up and they said with great intention what they hope um, their lives are going to be like and what they're going to be able to impart to their children. But if they stay in the prayer closet and don't get the fish fingers on, their kids are not going to love God. Simple as that. <laughs> so they've got to do something to go alongside this. Yeah? They can't just pray that the Lord is going to manifest tea every night. They've got to get to it. Simple as that. And there's a million other things that have to do with fish fingers that are you know, raising a child. And if fish fingers aren't your thing, other meals are available. But simply put, simply put, we pray and we do, you know. <laughs> There's no other way. And, you know, sometimes I think we think it's holier to, to set a big intention and to wait on the Lord. And I think sometimes the Lord is waiting for us to, to get up and do as well. And dedications are great because they remind us of that tension. Um, you know, we don't just go into rugged individualism, do our very best, and, and it's all on me. Uh, because God is with us. But at the same time, we don't just lapse into, the Lord will provide everything. The grill needs to go on. The fish fingers need to go in. Stick that on your Instagram carousel. Is that a thing? Great. Great. Dedications are great because they remind us that before we are anything, we are loved by God. These children haven't picked up any of the titles, any of the descriptors, any of the categories, or any of the labels, or any of the devices we use to carve up the world and make sense of it. And so we see them very purely. We see them as God does. If we met these children at the age of 25, spoke to them for 10 minutes, that would not be the case. We would have language to describe them, and it may be different to how we'd speak of them now. Does God change his mind about these children as they grow? Or are they beloved through and through? Or are they image bearers from their first to final breath? And I would say yes, they are. 
So why does our opinion change? Dramatic pause once more. Being reminded of the truth of looking at a very small child reminds me to take a second look at everybody else around me, everybody around us, with that simple truth. These kids that we saw today are incredibly important to God, as are you, as is the person next to you, as is the person on the road behind you. And so on it goes, down the hall, out into the car park, and beyond into the world. Before anyone was anything, God loved them. And it's a simple observation with radical implications. And for those of us that are here week in, week out, I think that's what we could challenge ourselves as a community to really bed in. How could we radically accept that truth and live it out? And what would it look like for us to do? I do not have any answers, but I've raised an interesting question, so I feel like I've done at least a little bit of the work. Dedications are great because they remind us of the gift of years. Try not to offend anybody here and see how it goes. If you've been there where these families were stood today, or if you've seen many of these days in church before, then I would argue, or maybe even just gently suggest, that you've been deeply blessed. The more you've seen, the more you've been blessed with life in your bones and breath in your lungs, you have seen years, and that is a good thing. We have a difficult relationship with longevity in our culture, you know, because we're always about the new, the next, the now. Um, but actually, um, while maybe some of us with a few more years than others have had some hardships, if we've got decent miles on the clock, we've got to look to God and say thanks for that. Haven't we? Yeah. But dedications are also great because they remind us of the excitement of youth. Um, Days like today might not feel very relevant to you yet. This might sort of be kind of swinging to the left and the right. You might not have been as misty-eyed as I've been. And that's okay. Uh, we can celebrate that. Uh, there's no judgment. There's no hardship. You don't have to be on the conveyor belt of life. Uh, maybe your next adventure lies elsewhere. Maybe you're due out in the big wide world, off on some adventure, where you go far away out there to find out what's really going on in here. Some of this stuff that we saw today will come relevant to you at some point in life. Or maybe it won't but we can celebrate you as well, even on days like today, and say that what is in your heart also matters, even if it is not similar to the families and the family stories you heard here today. And dedications are great because they remind us that it's tough growing up. We can get so preoccupied with our own problems that we forget how many extra reps or how many extra laps we've got. We've had victories, success, we've fallen down, we've stood back up, We've done things we thought would be the end of us and found out that we were fine in the end, actually, all things considered. But if you are young, if you're experiencing it all for the first time, the stakes are so high and you don't know that it will be okay. Who remembers the struggles of being young? I do. And I've got a couple of stories about my youth, if you'd like to hear them. So this is me telling you how hard it is growing up. Picture the scene, young Andrew. A wee man, maybe around the age of 10 years old. I decided I wanted a haircut. So my mum dutifully gave me the money and dropped me off at the barber shop so I could go in as my own man, speak to my barber, describe a haircut and receive it. In my mind's eye, I had a picture of the perfect haircut. In the chair, I outlined it to the man who looked at me and asked me if I was sure. I said yes. 
He went to work. I left the barber shop with the following haircut, fully achieved. It was spiky on top. It was short at the sides. And he left the back. I had friends giving myself a mullet. And what was in my mind's eye proved to be absolutely awful in reality. And so a couple of days later, after some tears, mum dispatched me to a different barber shop with new money to get it rectified. Growing up is tough. Growing up is tough. One day, I had my best football stickers, my keepsies and my swapsies. And for those that are unaware, the keepsies are your prime stickers, and your swapsies are the ones that you hope you're going to go onto the playground and con someone to trade you for a better card. I had all my keepsies and swapsies in one location, my jeans. Where were those jeans, friends? Well, you know. You've been there. You've all been there. They were in the wash. Full load. Absolute, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I cry on that day? No, friends. I wept. <laughs> because growing up is hard. But let me tell you, let me tell you that, how that story ended. Dad took me to the newsagents. Five new packets of stickers. One pound fifty down. Growing up's tough. I have one more. Growing up, I didn't like carrots. In fact, I was psychologically opposed to them at a very cellular level. And unfortunately, carrots and the eating of them were the gateway to what is an important pillar of everybody's youth, which is dessert. And so, I happened upon a scheme. If I could make the carrots disappear, I could get dessert. I began hiding them in my pockets and taking them away from the table. Unfortunately, I was found out. And so I realized that more was needed. Realizing that I could be frisked at any point after a mealtime, I took to hiding the carrots around the house. I put some behind the sofa. Found. They'll never think behind the piano. Yeah, they did. They were found too. I think my last, most odious act was hiding some carrots behind the downstairs toilet. Found out too. Growing up is hard. Growing up is hard. But this story ends with me liking carrots now and being married to the queen of the carrot salad. So, who knew? Who knew? All this to say, growing up is tough. These kids we saw today will need us at some point for whatever reason. Let's be available to them and to their parents. Yeah? It doesn't require a lot from us, but it might require something. And sometimes the greatest gift we can give each other is just a bit of our time, a bit of our wisdom, a bit of our learning, or some keepsies and swapsies. I leave it to you to decide what your offering should be. And dedications are great because they remind us of the power of relationships. They show us that a life together matters and that a community of faith is a vital part of your relationship with God. Knowing God is knowing one another and the two are not separate. These families need more than just themselves and so do I and so do you. It's not easy and goodness knows it's not neat but it is and it always will be worth it. And dedications are great because they mean that in this church, at least, the talk is shorter than on an average Sunday. 
and people bring cakes. And so with that said, thanks for listening and I'll hand you back to Ralph. Hope you enjoyed today's message. If you want to find out more, head to our website, findlife.co.uk or follow us on Instagram. God bless and see you soon.